Since everyone has a gender journey, Gender Journeys is a podcast for everyone. That being said, we occasionally touch on mature themes and use strong language, so listener discretion is advised. Relevant content warnings can be found in each episode's description. And welcome back to Gender Journeys, the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context. As always, I am one of your hosts, Josie, and I'm joined by your other host, my lovely partner, Elle. Hey, y'all. All right, so what are we talking about on the podcast this week? Well, first off, let's just provide some context, y'all. <laughs> Josie and I are on vacation. If you hear the birds tweeting in the background, you hear the forest whispering that's because we're in a cabin we can only do so much with noise cancellation we do our best we really do but we also won't close the windows because the breeze is nice it's so beautiful i'm literally wearing sunglasses as i record this (laughs) but our cabin is situated on a lake and i don't know if our listeners have heard but i recently got top surgery (laughs) i promise this episode isn't about that don't click away (laughs) but the combination of my recent top surgery and the vacation on the lake has led to us Thinking a lot about swimsuits. Yeah. And, like, we're on vacation, so we didn't want to do, like, a really deep, like, we have, like, some, like, really deep episodes on the burner, and we were like, nah, (laughs) let's talk about swimsuits this week. Let's talk about swimsuits. So we're here to talk about swimsuits for trans bitches this week. (laughs) Yep. So this week we're talking about swimsuits. Yay! And this is something that we both kind of had to deal with. I mean... I mean, I think that most trans people do. It's like a... It's like the most... It's the closest to naked you get in our American society. Yeah, Like, I feel like a lot of trans people have a lot of hesitations or worry around, like, outerwear or undergarments and, like, being sure that they fit into clothes, like, finding clothes that fit them. But, Mm -hmm. like, in general, that stuff, you you can find something. Yeah. But swimsuits are a very weird little thing where you're basically just wearing underwear. And they're, like, one of the most gendered pieces of clothing that we have like we're entering an era at least like in some circles where like men can wear dresses and whatnot but like men still don't wear bikinis like let's talk about that (laughs) like that's still there's no famous men like harry styles that are like popularizing let's just wear bikinis yeah and part of that too is also that like the current kind of fashion i I don't know how like modern that is because it's been the standard of fashion for like 50 years of uh, bikini bottoms yeah also are just kind of like not incredibly feasible for AMAB people who still have their penises necessarily. I don't know about comfort as someone who doesn't have a penis, but like nobody wants to see that much of your dick. Like as I mean, no shame to AMAB people who might want to wear a bikini bottom, like live your goddamn life. Somebody probably wants to see that much of your dick. Don't, don't question that. But the average person probably doesn't want to see that much of a penis. (laughs) At least not like at a public beach. (laughs) Right. Like it's just like, It's a lot. Yeah. And there's just, there are a lot of things like that to take into consideration. And it can be literally illegal. Like there is a free the nipple movement for a fab people if you want to wear like swim trunks. But the free the nipple movement can get you arrested in like most places. Yeah. And even in places where it can't get you arrested, quote unquote, like San Francisco, technically there's no like indecent exposure for AFAB nipple laws, but people with AFAB bodies still get arrested because the cops don't even fucking know that. So then they have to like go through the process of like 
proving that they're innocent for yeah. freeing the nipple. Yeah. So the, this this is a complex <laughs> issue, and I think I think the reason that it fits really well in actually as a gender journeys episode in specific <laughs> is because it is like it is so binary. Yeah, like, it's so binary. Like the the swimsuit culture is like there is absolutely no overlap between quote-unquote men's swimsuits and quote-unquote women's swimsuits yeah there really isn't like i have some non-binary alternatives that i'll dive into when we're like giving advice but they're not they're not mediums there's no meat like there's no trunks and swimsuits are inherently different yeah like i think about if you go to like target Mm -hmm. and you look at the women's section you can definitely find like sweatshirts or flannels or like shorts and things like that or boyfriend jeans quote-unquote or boyfriend jeans that are like kind of this overlap of two different uh it's the overlap between masculine and feminine styles. It's a little bit of an androgyny. It's usually in the women's section, which is, that could be a whole own gender journeys episode. But yeah, there are like, there are mixes. There's, you can find crop tops for men pretty easily. Like you, you can mix right. it up. But the swimsuits are gendered. Yeah, like, super nev- gendered. And you never even find like board shorts in the women's section. Like there aren't like women's board shorts. There's just Well there are, they're just called running shorts. They're the same thing. I know I wear board shorts now. I can tell you they're the same thing. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and so it's just like it's very odd. And especially yeah. things that are marketed as swimsuits because like as you start exploring these options you find out that like a lot of things that aren't technically swimsuits also just work as swimsuits. Mostly like, athletic wear. Mostly athletic wear. But mm-hmm. like swimsuits do require a certain special kind of fabric in order to not suck they do and on that note if you do decide to wear athletic gear as swimsuits know that chlorine will destroy it like swimsuits are made to be able to stand up to specifically chlorine and chlorinated pools because chlorine is a super harsh chemical that's Mm. why it makes your skin so angry yeah (laughs) um and and, it kills things so effectively and why it keeps your pool so clean yeah but athletic gear won't stand up to that you'll have to replace it more often yeah yeah so i guess with all that kind of (laughs) context context (laughs) Do you want to start off talking about some of the like challenges for genderqueer people to finding swimwear? Well, I think that we kind of touched on one of them, which is just like swimwear covers very little famously. And Mm -hmm. so it doesn't cover the bits that might need to be covered differently based on your different body. Mostly breasts and penises, things that literally protrude more (laughs) than other things. There is not space in like the opposite gender, quote unquote. I'm doing a lot of air quotes in this episode. Great for a podcast format. Oh my God, so good. (laughs) Um, But there's, there's certain like physical traits that are just not covered because swimsuits cover very little. Right. And for masculine swimsuits on AFAB lights, because they like literally you don't have a top. Right. Like you can buy swim swim shirts and I know a lot of AMAB people who prefer to swim with a shirt on either right. for sun reasons or because they don't like taking their shirt off for mm-hmm. like their own kind of personal reasons. That's super cool. But it's also just like not the standard. No, it's, not, it's super duper not the standard. And swim shirts are not designed or marketed to look cool Mm-mm. so you can get ones that are designed and marketed to look athletic though that's true you which can is, do that it's in the right direction it's yeah purposeful at least yeah and then on the other side of that mm-hmm. quote-unquote feminine swimwear i mean anybody can put a bikini on yep because you do not need to have protruding breasts nope. to put triangles of fabric over your chest facts but they don't exactly account for the uh, added volume in the uh <laughs> in the lower regions in the lower regions <laughs> and 
I have found that it can get uncomfortable when you put on a bikini and you realize that, yes, people can, in fact, see the generalized shape of your genitals through it. Pretty not generalized. Pretty specific. Pretty specific. I also could only imagine there's danger there of things falling out. Probably. <laughs> uh, maybe I mean, I've also just, like, when I wore bikinis, I would wear pretty, like, itty-bitty teeny-weeny bikinis. Yeah. I mean, that's not really accessible. That is not really accessible yeah. to me. On a logistical level. I just can think of like the, the, the strip that would go between your legs is like an inch wide. So I just, I feel like that would not, that yeah. would, that doesn't cover vaginas. Let's also be clear. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, some, some people will tuck when yeah. they do that, but I do not. So right. And it's I imagine something. that would be uncomfortable for like wanting to swim freely, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, I yeah. don't know the experience of tucking, but I'm guessing you can't do like a breaststroke uh, kick with the, with yourself tucked. I mean, I really don't know. I cannot <laughs> speak to that. I'm sure somebody has more experience That's real. with that, but I don't, I, you might be right. So what are the options? What are the options? For you. Uh, for, for me? Yeah, let's start with you. All right. So for me, the, the options that I've seen, there are a couple of different ones, and some of them are very price restrictive. Yeah. I think that probably the most, like, freeing, you can get whatever style you want. It doesn't have to involve tucking, but it can if you want it to. They're relatively comfortable. They're designed to be relatively cute are gaff swimwear. Mm. So, like, if you don't know what a gaff is, it is... Google it. <laughs> Google it. They were originally like undergarments for keeping a tuck in place. Mm. A lot of people now just wear them as an alternative to tucking because they smooth out that region a little bit for you. And right. so gaff swimwear goes kind of the next step in smoothing it out for you. And so just kind of giving you like a layer in between what would be exposed to the world <laughs> by a bikini and the actual bikini itself. Yeah. And those are cool from what i understand they work really really well they also um are extremely expensive Mm -hmm. because they are specialty swimwear and swimwear is already kind of expensive to produce from what i understand it's at least expensive to buy i don't know i don't know if that's expensive to produce but it's expensive in general and like gaffs are pretty specific garments that are always expensive i mean i've never actually owned any any sort of gaff for myself. I've always kind of jerry-rigged them if I needed them. <laughs> can Google that too. <laughs> can Google that too. There's some cool tutorials. So that's one option. It's not super accessible, but if you have the funds and you want to just like live your best life going to the beach or going to a pool party and not like thinking too hard about your swimwear. Like, or if you like live on a lake, so this is an issue that you're going to have every day, then it might yeah. make more sense for you to spend more money on a, as opposed to if you have like one upcoming pool party and you don't want to spend yeah. so much money on like one day's worth of clothing. Right. But if you do, you know, if you are a little more price restricted or if you do only need like a temporary solution, the one that I have found that is like by far the best solution, at least for me, Mm-hmm. Are skirted swimsuits. Yeah. They aren't quite as in fashion as they were very briefly a little while ago, but skirted swimsuits are, I mean, they are, they sound like they're just, they're bikinis, but then they have a cute little skirt around them and they don't really fully cover your bum mm-hmm. because like. That, that would, be would be no fun. That would be no fun. That'd be prude as hell. <laughs> um, but they do kind of cover your front a bit more. Yeah. And they just like distract. Like nobody is really looking at. You're not going to, nobody's going to catch sight of a bulge or a dick print or yeah. like whatever you want to call it. And so those give you like just kind of an added layer of modesty, I yeah. guess, that 
I think at least make me more comfortable. That doesn't have to be. Yeah. And to Josie's point, they're like, they're not as in style right now. You probably can't find them at like Target, but you can always find them online. And if you're looking for that, I would try searching like modest uh, bikini because that's Mm -hmm. generally, they're generally marketed towards women who don't want their entire ass out because like at Target, the bikinis are like thong. Like that's just the reality of what the style is right now. So people want something that's like a little bit more modest so if you're looking for that that's the type of google search i would i would try you'll be able to find them online you can probably find them on amazon yeah and then they also give you one piece bathing suits which for a long time i wore a one piece and like a skirted one piece and that was also that also was nice because it was a little more like and it wasn't actually one piece it just had a long top oh it did you're right so you can always if that's all you can find is you can buy that and then buy a bikini top like at target because also josie's has a black skirted bottom and you could pair that with like literally any top from anywhere i've had that thing for years now it's just it's just gonna be my standard right um, and target does sell them separately so like yeah you can definitely go there and if you find a black skirted bottom yeah any yeah. any top will go with that yeah. and so those are the options those are the kind of like general options you always can tuck i don't want to knock tucking i would recommend looking up how to do it safely for right. swimming get the proper kinds of head adhesives if you're going to be doing that or the proper kind of you know that might require gaff something mm-hmm. or other as well just be safe about it um i don't know how i can't give any advice i don't tuck so i don't know <laughs> yeah and your final option is to just uh, embrace the European male life and basically wear a Speedo, but in the form of a cute bikini and let everybody around you deal with the consequences of that. Because like, I don't know, I saw a lot of, you know, bulges in my day whenever I see men at the True. beach in Speedos. So like... Although one option I will also offer, you could go with a little bit more of like a tomboyish look. And again, running shorts are the same thing as That's true. Um, as like short trunks. They're just like, they're like one inch inseam trunks basically is what they are. Go get some like Nike running shorts. That's true. And right? wear like a any bikini top you want or like a sports bra top if you want to go full into like the, the tomboyish look. Yeah. And the only problem that I, I know oh, fair. with those is that um, if you're not wearing something under those, your dick will fall out of them. Um, there are running shorts who that have like a little interior panty liner situation and that would be perfect there you go those exist Mm -hmm. um those definitely are sold at target you can get them in fun colors yeah and then as far as bikinis go this i mean i don't want to just brush it off because technically you can just get a bikini for yourself and put it over your chest whether or not you have breasts Mm -hmm. um i will acknowledge it can be very hard to find bikinis that fit correctly yeah because they aren't sized to people who have gone through testosterone puberty and so have slightly broader chests yeah so a lot of the standard size conversions for bras, if you are doing that kind of research into like the band to cup ratio being kind of like mutable depending on your the fullness of your breasts and the broadness of your chest, mm-hmm. you can kind of translate those to swimsuit sizes. It's not quite as one-to-one, but just try on a few. Yeah. You're, it's, a, it, it's a little bit more forgiving, especially if you do have smaller boobs because like yeah. nothing's going to just like pop out, which is kind of nice. You can also get swimsuits that have basically breast forms in them that are like mm-hmm. meant to be push up, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you can definitely find those that have like a full ass fake boob in there. So yeah. if that's your jam, yeah. those exist. If that's your jam, absolutely you can do that. Another thing to consider is that even bikini tops that have like padding are not nearly as structured as bras. Yeah. So like there's a lot more leeway in the sizing. I have basically at this point adopted L's old swimsuit tops and L had 
much larger breasts yeah. than I have ever Which had. actually worked well because then, like you they said, they're less structured. So they just go flatter on you right, and exactly. work perfectly. Yeah. yeah, so they work really well. So just something to consider. Yeah. Definitely don't be afraid to just like try on a million types because there are so many styles of bikini tops now. Like too many, but... And, you know... Get a supportive friend and go to Target. Because then even if you don't buy it at Target, you can know like what shape and size you like. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's... I mean, that's just something that's really important for a lot of trans people to figure out is what what the hell your actual style is and what looks good on your body. So that's just a kind of standard thing. Mm -hmm. But so I would highly recommend skirted swimsuits. And you probably don't have to stress as much as you think you have to stress over the top. Yeah. What about you? Because you... uh, I imagine that you feel a little bit more on the trans mask slash non-binary side of this kind of... Well, I certainly... That's that's just the non-trans femme. I definitely don't feel the non-trans the femme side. Right. Well, I just don't know if you would rather talk more about, like, literal trans men and trans masculine stuff or, like, actual can, non-conforming I can wear. do both. I'm not sure I can speak to trans men because I've never wanted to, like, stealth as a man. That's never... Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. That's never <laughs> been my goal. Fair. But... From what I know of people who are trans mask and do want to be read as men or as opposed to non-binary either, something that works really well is swim trunks and to Josie's point earlier in the podcast, shirts. The the what are they called? They're they're something guard. Oh gosh. Um the kind of stuff you might wear if you're surfing. Yeah, rash guard. Is it rash, rash guard? guard. Yeah, rash guard. I think that's yes. right. I think that's right. Yes. Yeah, so there you often can buy them under, yeah, like water sport things yeah there are shirts that are made to be worn under life vests there are shirts that are be made to be worn under wetsuits they're often for like active yeah. swimming activities yeah. which is great because again then they're they make you look active they don't just make you look i don't know like somebody who didn't want to take their shirt off which yeah. shouldn't be something that's so judgy but people judge it people judge it but something that happens that's strugglesome for trans mass people is then you can't bind. You can't bind when you swim. Let's start there. Don't 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 go down that thought path. You can't do it. It's unsafe. I was gonna ask if there were like <laughs> swim binders. Is that just there like- are no swim binders? That is not a thing that exists. If you think that you have a swim binder, you probably don't. don't- Please be safe because fabric contracts when it is in water and your binder is supposed to already be very tight and it's not. It's first off not good for your binder, but it's also not good for you. Also, famously. When you're swimming, something that's really important is your ability to breathe. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> and you're also usually exerting yourself more than you are when you're just walking, which makes your ability to breathe even even more essential. Yeah, no, don't bind and swim. However, trans tape, um, and there's a couple different brands of mm-hmm. binding tape, are swimming safe. Okay. So that's the type of tape that you like. It doesn't go over your chest like you would imagine a binder this is not binding with ace tape that's a different thing it's also unsafe <laughs> um <laughs> i was gonna say I, this <laughs> the trans tape thing always to me just snacks of the ace bandage thing i know it's not that no, but i'm always like because <gasps> it doesn't go across your chest so basically mm-hmm. you take pieces of tape and you put them across like your nipples like the center of your chest and then attach them like on the back of your rib cage so they like pull your chest to the side and, and mm. apart from one another. So the center of your chest gets flatter. That makes sense. If that okay. made sense. <laughs> that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. And the idea of trans tape is you can actually wear it continuously. So you, I think trans tape, that specific brand says you can wear it for up to five days continuously. Mm. So you can go to bed with it, wake up with your chest. That gives people a lot of good euphoria. And if you're trying to be stealth, you can't just wear your trans tape like without a shirt. Right. Because... It would be clear that you have something holding something back. Right. (laughs) But if you put trans tape in a rash guard, 
you'd be approaching something stealth. I don't have the experience of wanting to be stealth. So I don't have the experience of having all the anxiety that I'm sure comes with that. So you might not, I don't know how it would feel and how stealth it would feel, but you'd definitely be looking stealth. Right. You'd be, you'd be approaching it more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so binders should just probably never be worn in the water, no. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was wondering if like wading or floating, if you could maybe get away with it, but that feels, it feels fraught. Yeah. I was about to say, I mean, if your binder isn't going in the water, you can like, you can wade like, you know, up to your hips and whatnot yeah. probably. But like, also that could be fraught because if you're stealth, and people around you don't know that you have a binder on, and then they're like, oh, we're going to go swimming, you might be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to go swimming too, and then put yourself in like kind of an unsafe situation. That's fair. That makes sense. Do your own research on it. That's not something that I was ever compelled to do, so it wasn't something I was... I did a bit of research for this episode, but like, it's <laughs> yeah. not something I've done a lot of research on. That makes sense. Um, the trans tape seems a really good alternative, although to Josie's point about gaffes, Trans tape is also a like very niche market, so I do believe it's pretty expensive, which sucks. Yeah, I mean, so are binders though. <laughs> right. So, um, something I have heard though, if you're relatively small chested or maybe not trying to be like fully stealth, um, you can get men's compression shirts. They have like compression sur- shirts for working out mm-hmm. that are like not binders, but they still do some amount of compression over your chest. And you can use that as your rash guard and get some amount of like, at least your titties won't be like flopping everywhere. Right, <laughs> you know, they'll, yeah. they'll be a little bit held down. So that's a lot of like shirt options. And then obviously anybody can wear trunks. So that's lit. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know, I know some trans mass people and trans men have struggles with trunks and how trunks look with hips because they do look different yeah on at least i mean i got a big booty but y'all so i know at least on my afab hips they look much different than they would on amab hips oh i will say throughout my entire free transition experience i was told i had a girl butt and (laughs) that my trunks looked particularly filled out right and at the time i was not trying to pass as femme so you know right just just so you know the the hint that i've seen on that is just pull your your trunks up a little bit over your hips because then you don't your hips are hidden by the trunks because trunks are shapeless like all menswear and your torso will just look a little bit shorter but it'll look like more proportionate to an amab person that makes sense that's the hint i've heard i imagine that there's also some concerns around packing yeah i don't know anything about those i'm so sorry that's okay i just want to name that like probably somebody who is trans mask is like well i can't put a packer and they didn't mention that i just I know nothing about it, but I imagine... I'm quite confident you could put some sort of packer in, because packers don't actually have to be penis-shaped. They can be anything, so you could always roll up, like, something that you know is water-safe, like a swimsuit bottom or something, and put it in there. Yeah, and I'm I'm betting that they have packers that are water-safe. They probably do. I'm guessing that exists, since packers are just less, like... It's not a very complicated piece of anything. That's now, true. if they have STPs that are water safe, that I don't know. That's like a whole different. That's a whole, that's different, a whole different question. Yeah. But so then, what about now? We, t- we <laughs> talked about boys. We've we talked, talked about, about girls. girls. <laughs> but here on gender journeys, <laughs> that is not all of it. Yeah. So for non-binary swimwear, I see this question all the time right now online. Makes sense. It's the end of July. And the answer is always Tomboy X. Tomboy X sells some really great um, non-binary swimwear, which is true. Just go look at it. It's great. It's like kind of athletic. It looks kind of like you're going to go surfing. It comes in fun colors. It's marketed gender neutrally, so they don't separate it into boys and girls, which is 
fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it is like, I think if you bought both a top and a bottom, it would be somewhere around 140 to $180. Right. So like, <laughs> who has that cash <laughs> in this society? So if you do have that cash, lit, phenomenal. Or if this is, if you don't have that cash, but this is that sort of priority for you, amazing. Tomboy X might be a great place to start. Beyond that, I've heard a lot of good things with like, you can find, to Josie's point, there are men's uh, like speedos, quote unquote, that might be tough if you don't have the the material to fill it out. <laughs> but more so, there are also men's like swim trunks that are really short. Like yes, that I think that like when you think of swim trunks, you're probably thinking around a nine inch inseam when they hit right above the knee. Mm-hmm. I got a seven inch inseam where it hits kind of like lower mid thigh, yeah. which I really liked. But you can also get like four inch inseam ones that are like much more like kind of hitting in between space between like short men's shorts and long women's shorts which <laughs> might be your jam <laughs> might be your jam um you could also go retro and get the like goddamn 13 inch inseams that hang mid shin <laughs> you could like do I that when i was a kid if you're if you're vibing with that you totally can yep so just thinking about inseam like all men's trunks are not the same and mainly the difference is the inseam because they yeah. are all shapeless <laughs> yeah yeah and for non-binary folk maybe going with swim trunks in your trans tape is the move for you right right like showing that off could be super fun because trans tape is gonna it covers your nipples so you don't have to worry again about the fact that like afab nipple nipples are criminalized in a lot of places your nipples are covered it's doing the Mm -hmm. same work in essence as like pasties yeah pasties 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 you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not the delicious Irish street food. No, or no, the no. Delicious <laughs> the little northern nipple Michigan. Covers. Yeah. <laughs> or the delicious northern Michigan street food. The little nipple covers. So you could like consider doing that. You could also do things like, again, um, women's quote unquote running shorts are kind of ambiguous. Sports bras I really jam with as instead of bikini tops that are like often hyper feminine, if you want to do a sports bra that like Again, kind of just hits that like athletic, which mm-hmm. unfortunately athleticism is often associated with masculinity. Yeah. It's a different issue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fun of androgyny and non-binariness is you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Maybe get some trunks and put on a su- super feminine top. Like Right. I was going I was going to say if you're thinking in Maybe terms wear a rash guard and a bikini bottom. Like you have options. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go full surfer chick. Right. Um, exactly. But what I was also going to say is kind of on the AMAB side of things because we have not we have not do- dove into Josie's evolving non-binariness, but True. On the side of like AMAB non-binary presentation, I know that like I've had a beard pretty much the entire time we've been on vacation because I want to shave. Uh-huh. And I kind of vibe with the like, I am wearing a bikini, but have a beard look. I vibe a little bit. Yesterday we went for a walk and I had an unbuttoned flannel with a bikini on and my beard and like mm-hmm. shorts. And it was like, it was a look. It was, it was a choice. Look. Yeah. And so like on the same side, if you are AMAB non-binary, Accenting like pieces of your feminine swimwear with more masculinized physical traits can also kind of balance that out for you to give you something a little more like transgressive or non-binary looking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As is safe. I mean, like, obviously there's some. Yeah, we're on an island. Like, we we know everybody <laughs> in a five mile radius. Like, yeah, yeah. We, it works out for us. But yeah, always be safe. Yeah, that is. And that is not necessarily criminalized, but it's, but it's definitely taboo in some spaces. So just make sure you're in a trusted space if you want to start playing with that sort of cool yeah. gender subversion style. Yeah. Clothing. And for AMAB non-binary folk, you can also 
I mean, I was focusing on the breasts because I think the breasts are the main concern for yeah. for swimwear for non-binary folk or also, I again, you know, I don't know if y'all have heard, but I got top surgery recently, <laughs> so I'm very focused. Right. <laughs> but yeah, because if you're AMAP and not comfortable showing off anything downstairs, you can put on a pair of shorter shorts and like then you have everything else just to work with, like have yeah. a grand old time. Yeah, and you're totally going to, that's golden. Yeah. And also you can get the pair of shorter shorts. If the, Again, if they're women's running shorts, you can get them in like, you know, hot ass pink or whatever, whatever color or pattern makes you feel the most feminine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Just like my final hot take for non-binary swimwear aesthetics is like look for active swim gear look at stuff that's aimed for people who are surfing look at stuff that's aimed for people who are scuba diving or jet skiing or like doing things first off i think that the clothes themselves are a little bit more non-binary like rash guards shorts right because like everybody needs the same equipment basically well that's what i was gonna say and they're marketed more not more they're marketed less genderedly because they're like oh this isn't about showing off how hot of a woman or a man you are on the beach. This is about being safe and comfortable while you are doing X. Right. So it's just like a little bit more, like I've found that it's a little bit more of a sh- comfortable like shopping experience. Mm-hmm. Um, or of course, seeking out like specifically gender queer places like Tomboy X that also works yeah. if you have the funds for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this, that might be like a f- more fun and comfortable place for you to explore. Whereas it can be really hard to explore non-binary looks in like a target where like yeah. there is just so spread out. Yeah. Yeah. And I personally do kind of wish that there were more options that were not athletic because I feel... <laughs> hate moving. Well, I hate moving. And I feel <laughs> I feel fake when I'm wearing athletic wear. Because you hate moving. Because I hate moving. I'm like, no, I do not surf. No, I do not water ski. I have scuba dived once and it was terrifying. I don't know how any of this works. Right. So, I mean, that might be personality based. It right. works pretty well for me, but... Right. So, like, and... My hope is that as we move forward, there will be more options made available as like, you know, like you said, we are in an era right now where a lot of AMAB celebrities have started being like, why the hell can't men wear skirts? And like opening up that conversation and allowing clothing to start to maybe worm its way into a little more gender neutral territory, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. Hopefully at some point in the near future, we will get a similar phenomenon with Beach culture. Beach culture, just like <laughs> allowing it to be, uh, allowing us to explore more generally non-binary, like non-binary right. swim looks. Yeah. That can also be cute as hell. Right. All right. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up this week on Gender Journeys, the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context. As always, I am one of your hosts, Josie, and I'm joined by your other host, my lovely partner, Elle. Bye, y'all. And until next time, just keep thinking about it. Yay! Music for Gender Journeys composed by Sonia Berdash. If you want to stay up to date with Gender Journeys episodes or just want to say hi, you can follow us on Twitter at gender underscore journeys or on Tumblr at genderjourneys.tumblr.com. You can also find us online at josiewrites.com slash gender journeys. We hope to hear from you soon.